The security department is increasingly being asked to tackle complex tasks and responsibilities that are putting best practices in peril. So where do we go from here? Hello, I'm Joan Goodchild, Director of Multimedia Content with Information Security Media Group. And according to Greg Tuhill, a security veteran who recently served as the first CISO in U.S. history, the answer to tackling complexity lies in awareness training. Tuhill, who is now president of Sixterra Technologies, joins us today to discuss awareness training. Welcome, Greg. Now, break this concept down for us and your interest in it. Absolutely, and uh, thanks for the opportunity to meet with you today, John. You know, as we take a look at all the tasks that we're giving our personnel when it comes to information technology, uh, it's becoming an increasingly complex environment where we're asking, for example, system administrators to speak multiple languages, to uh, work on dozens of different devices, each with their own subtle nuances. And it becomes increasingly difficult for cyber defenders, for example, to make sure that everything is properly configured, aligned, and architected. And that gives opportunities for attackers to exploit those themes in the uh, environment of complexity. There's lots of different ways that I recommend that uh, it gets addressed. First of all, um, a congressman asked me when I took my post as the first federal CISO, if I gave you an extra dollar, how would you spend it on cybersecurity? And I told them I would spend that extra dollar on better training my people, which kind of surprised the, the congressman because he thought I was going to go buy the latest gizmo uh, that's out there. I find that a very well-trained, well-informed workforce is better prepared to help organizations buy down their cyber risk. And when you say training, who do you train? The security department or the user? Well, and that's an excellent question as well, because most folks would default to saying, well, hey, those folks on the technical team need to be better trained. And, but I would contend that it's across the entire organization, including the boards and the C-suite officers who are increasingly large targets for things like uh, whaling, which is a targeted spear phishing against the really big fish. Everybody has a stake in cybersecurity, and I would contend that everyone is on the cyber front lines, both in, at the home and in the office. So I think that that training needs to be tailored and it needs to be continuous for the entire workforce. How do you put those dollars to best use? And what do you emphasize? What are some emerging threats that should be addressed in training? As a retired Air Force general who used to command the Air Force's cyber training organization, I found that you have to continuously train. And the best way to train we found in the military was through such things as drills, through tabletop exercises, and from formal exercises. And in the cyber environment, that's something that every organization should be uh, putting as part of their cadence. Their daily rhythm should include regular uh, cyber drills. What do you do if this happens? What information is most important to you and how do you protect it? What do you do on your really bad day? How, what kind of public messaging do you have? How do you maintain the confidence of your prospective investors, your current investors, the regulatory environment, et cetera. The best organizations are those who practice. And the old football coach from Notre Dame, Newt Rockney, said, practice makes perfect. And then several years later, a coach named Vince Lombardi came along and he said, no, Rockney didn't get it quite right. He said, 
perfect practice makes perfect. So having a culture that you are continually improving with your practice helps you better manage your risk, helps you identify your strengths as well as your weaknesses, and then you can align resources based on those findings from all that practice to best manage your cyber risk. To play devil's advocate, we've been talking about security awareness training for years. Are organizations who use it really better for it? Are dollars really well spent on awareness training? That's a, uh, one of the hotly debated questions right now. And I find that the one and done training where you do it like annually and uh, just when you onboard, I, I find that increasingly ineffective. I find that the world-class organizations who do have heightened awareness are doing continuous awareness training. They're implementing such technologies and psychologically uh, proven effective techniques such as gamification um, that are doing uh, pen testing and spear phishing drills where they themselves go into the organization and practice spear phishing to heighten awareness and uh, show the employees where those threats are and to better buy down their risk. Those organizations that do continuous awareness as opposed to one and done are the ones that are, one, more effective, two, are happier with the results, and three, produce stronger, more resilient organizations. So I agree with those who say that the current method of awareness with that one and done annual requirement, that's, that's not what I subscribe to. I think the continuous awareness training gives you a better return for your investment, and makes you a better organization. As we head into 2018, where do you see this evolving and changing? As I take a look at cybersecurity, I believe that it is a combination of people, process, and technology. And as I look at uh, 2018, I see several uh, different things. First of all, from a people standpoint, uh, I, I encourage all of our listeners to make 2018 the year of the exercise. Uh, get out there, work uh, across the organization for drills, exercises, tabletop uh, exercises and the like to harden the workforce. From a process standpoint, uh, you're going to see a lot of benefits from those exercises as you see those strengths and weaknesses uh, revealed. And then you make those informed cyber risk decisions at the right level. Uh, and then finally, from a technology standpoint, it's really an exciting time uh, from a technology standpoint as we're seeing some 21st century technologies coming forward, such as software-defined perimeters, micro-segmentation, zero-trust models, and the like, um, where we can change the equation on how we build and design the technological backend that supports uh, and fuels our national prosperity as well as our national security. I also would say, as we take a look at all uh, three of those elements, people, process, and technology, we as, uh, as a people need to be very sensitive as to the value of our information, and we need to guard our privacy. Too often we see people freely giving up their information. Information has value, and we need to uh, guard our privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties when it comes to the cyber realm. So I'm seeing 2018 as a very good year from the standpoint of all three people, process, and technology. It's time for us to move forward together to embrace the potentials that 2018 has. Greg Tuhill, thank you for joining us today.
Thank you, Joan. I appreciate you having me on board today. For ISMG, I'm Joan Goodchild.